2: My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. And you're listening to the Fan Early Morning Show. The Fan Early Morning Show presented by CGR Wholesale, where the average Joe buys like a pro. Got some news today that could very well uh, maybe matter. I don't know. Again, the Steelers do not have favorable odds to get into the playoffs this season, but I mean who knows? It's definitely not impossible. We know that. We know the numbers. We know what the Steelers need to do. We know what other teams in the NFL need to do to help the Steelers, and the Ravens may have done that a little bit. Steelers haven't done poorly against Lamar Jackson during Jackson's career, but Lamar Jackson officially not playing. I believe it's Tyler Huntley that will be playing against the Steelers this weekend. So... How does that affect the Steelers odds? I mean Tyler Huntley has played pretty decently against the Steelers when he has when Jackson was out in these past seasons so I mean it's it's not the best thing that could have happened to the Steelers. who would you rather have? I'd still rather pick Huntley and it just it seems like it seems like this decision was inevitable. But it's cool that we had to wait till Wednesday to hear about it officially. And then all these memes come out like Odell Beckham Jr. wants to go have a party on a boat. Lamar, no, no, don't get on the boat. Things like that um, that are funny. Or or, <laughs> or some other people tweeting just like or posting on social media talking about like, oh, you're kidding. Like, we're shocked. Lamar's not playing. Like, I mean, they they got to make the official announcement, you know, when they set rosters, it's I mean, that's fair for the game on Saturday. But I mean, it's just funny to watch, you know, the NFL world react. And they they need him to to be in the playoffs. I mean, Lamar Jackson has been criticized for not ever winning anything significant. He's never won in the postseason. That was his big problem. And then he's, you know, dealt with injuries over time. The Ravens have missed the playoffs in certain seasons where he wasn't around. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see him potentially make a strong playoff push with the Ravens if they can live up to their pretty large 13-3 record right now. They are the best team in the AFC, and they will finish as the best team in the AFC. I was already clinched. Last week, they are the best team in the AFC. They've clinched the North. There's nothing that they necessarily gain in terms of standings by winning this game against the Steelers. So it'll be interesting to see, as a number one seed, how Lamar Jackson plays. I mean, we've seen in in recent seasons, I think a couple years ago, that was the big story, number one seeds have also choked recently the Tennessee Titans the AFC and the Green Bay Packers I think that was a couple seasons ago we saw that and Lamar Jackson has not had a great playoff history so in terms of just being an NFL fan I'm interested in seeing how Lamar Jackson does this time going through the playoffs with the Ravens set up in the most favorable of positions having that first round by and going in with the high expectations that they now have. And then another team with high expectations. Doran had mentioned this yesterday, and no reason to argue. The Cleveland Browns are a dangerous team right now. I mean, I hope they don't win the, the Super Bowl, and if the Steelers make it, I always hope that the Steelers win the Super Bowl, but what a what a story that would be they made a deep playoff run or even made it to the Super Bowl on the back of Joe Flacco and just all the pieces they've had to put together this season and Deshaun Watson I I just hate the Browns because they they hurt the NFL economy by inflating the cost of Deshaun Watson If they don't do that I'm like oh, okay great great football story that, that that though was just I mean it just hurt the entire league and It's nice to kind of see some karma where they have to pay him and he's not playing. And the fact that 38-year-old Joe Flacco came in and has just started to, to play as well as he has. And now the Browns are at 11 wins going into the final week of the season. Browns are a dangerous team. The Browns are a dangerous team. They're a team that you don't want to run into come playoff time. And I believe if, if math serves me correct here, real quick, I did not check no, so they're not. They are gonna be the fifth seeds. They're gonna be the first wild card seed out there, it looks like for sure. So really seeding now is just to be determined between the six and sevens in the AFC. And the Steelers could be one of those. Give me a call. 412. 412- Nine two eight nine three seven zero. That's the phone number. You can also talk to me on X at underscore Callas underscore three three. Uh, That's C A L L A S underscore three three. Send me a message, add me in a mention. If you want to comment, you're welcome to do that on X. And again, you can do it on the phone. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. So can this can the Steelers pull it off? If there is any team that can pull it off, it's the Steelers. They've proven that in the past several years where if it's been tight, they have indeed pushed it and made the playoffs. And congratulations to Mike Tomlin. They're at nine wins. Forgot to do that yesterday. Congratulations. Nine wins, no losing seasons. That's great. Really glad ESPN is posting on its socials. The streak continues. I think they're just poking at Pittsburgh fans at this point. And I'm going to get frustrated every time because I have no self-control. I hope you have more self-control than I do. I think that they just like to post that stuff because they know Pittsburgh fans will will catch it and then distribute it and complain because that's what we do. Because we, we know that that doesn't really mean much. I mean, it's great. It's great that the Steelers are in contention every year. But you get numb after a while, to to not winning anything significant. I think we've all mentioned that we trade two or three poor years where we have exciting drafts and high picks, and then they build a foundation based on those picks and then create a team that can make a push. That would be more exciting than what we're watching now. I mean, every year, though, it's exciting to see them fight for a playoff shot. I think it would have been nice, too, to see Kenny Pickett in the playoffs last season. And remember, they missed the playoffs because of an 11-6 final. I believe the Dolphins beat the Jets. But I know the Dolphins won to get in, and they took that remaining wildcard spot. May have answered a lot more questions for us about Kenny Pickett if he had that one extra game in a tough moment. Overall, it's exciting to anticipate making it to the playoffs. But again, it's just that constant, what's going to happen when you get there? And then in some instances, you don't even get there, like last season. So that, I mean, that's where, that's where it is. I'm not saying anything new either. I understand that this is just, this has been the the talking point over and over and over again. And I really just, I want them to get into the playoffs to see if they can win that playoff game. Perhaps that's why many of you will follow as well. I know some of you have jumped off the wagon and you have your standards and the team hasn't met those, so you're not following anymore, and that's fine. Some of you say fire Tomlin. I still say that's fine. It's a fair opinion. And again, I don't think because they they won these past two games should Tomlin still not be under some scrutiny for the way he's coached. you got to count those losses in, and they're just terrible losses that set you up. Like, every season, it's an exciting finish for the Steelers. But that excitement goes away real quick when you find out, oh, they're not actually going to make the playoffs? Oh, who cares? Or, oh, they made the playoffs and then they ran into the Chiefs? Or, wow, they won 11 games and then lost five of their last six or whatever it was in 2020 and lose by... A bunch to the Cleveland Browns. Go down twenty eight nothing. I think it was the first quarter. Went down twenty-eight nothing in that game. Just that's the thing. I think fans are just becoming numb to that. Like I'm becoming numb to that. That just there's nothing here that's new and it's frustrating. There's nothing here. That's new. It's the same movie. And and maybe while well, I'm spitballing, it's a strategy. When the when the Steelers organization lets you get numb, eventually they're going to break out. Mason Rudolph's going to be the guy or something else stupid and exciting is going to happen. And then they're going to make a deep playoff run or they're going to win a playoff game and uh, Steeler Nation will be satisfied. Maybe that was the goal. Numb you enough and then slap you out of a daze. I don't know. I don't know. I said it early on in the year. It's weird because you didn't feel satisfied, but they were still winning. So it is what it is. Mitch Trubisky, I think, hurt the Steelers greatly as a quarterback. I think he's a fine gentleman. I'm sure, he's a nice guy. He hurt them and Mike Tomlin not making that change a little bit sooner, not banding some portion of the team together. Those those losses against New England and Arizona are still, they're, they're not forgivable. I mean, unless they end up making the playoffs and they go into the playoffs and they do something significant, I mean, we're talking about, like, they could legitimately be at 11 wins right now and be in. I think the Indianapolis loss was crucial. And it's like, well, Indianapolis played outplayed them, but the Steelers also scored what was it, thirteen unanswered to start that game. So something something's not quite right yet. Mason Rudolph is patching enough holes right now to make the Steelers exciting but it matters not if they don't win a playoff game and I implore you to, to hold that standard ignore the 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 losing the non losing season streak it doesn't matter hold that standard strong win a playoff game And if they don't make the playoffs this season, look, I I mean, it's been talked about over and over and over again, but it cannot be stressed enough that how many decisions that they claim Tomlin is a part of, and for him to make all of these decisions and have all of this control and have all this reputation and not be held accountable for two to three of the worst losses of the Steelers' modern era. It would just be nonsense. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero 9370 is the phone number. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. Again, you can talk to me on X at Callis underscore 33. Three. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore three. three. Uh, if you want to talk, you're welcome to talk to me. Again, on X, you can reach me uh, either typing on the keyboard, or if you want to use your voice, give me a phone call. Four one two 9370 We'll get into a little bit more about Kenny Pickett. I don't think I got too deep into that yesterday because I just didn't have the time but we can get into that a little bit uh, coming up next, uh, how George Pickens relates to everything how the Steelers match up against the Ravens this weekend, we'll talk about all of it get a phone line, 412-928-9370 again, my name is Nicholas Harry Callis and this is the Fan Early Morning Show on Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan
1: Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you
0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. Go to SunChevy.com. Flurries of snow this morning early on, but that should clear up the high today, 35, low 26. Then tomorrow, partly cloudy skies with a high of 36 and a low of 23. It's fan weather. Brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the Fan Early Morning Show talking about the Steelers mainly. And I was going to subconsciously mention that Thursday Night Football is tonight. You can listen because we carry the games through Westwood 1. But uh, no, you can't. Uh, no Thursday Night Football tonight. But the Jeff Cable Show is tonight from 6 to 7 o'clock. Pitt men's basketball's head coach. You can listen to that from 6 to 7. And then Colin Dunlap on from 7 to 10.30 Tonight on the fan. Uh, other than that, regularly scheduled programming. Cook and Joe from ten to two, and Pony Muller from two to six. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero is the phone number, and I got some people that want to talk to me now. So go ahead. We'll start with this caller. Good morning. What's your name?
3: Good. Hey, I'm Will. Um, I know you guys talked about this, but I had missed it. Um, what? How does the whole playoff scenario work? Are we winning
2: in, or do we have to win and hope somebody else wins or loses? We need to win, and I know that we need Jacksonville. To beat, who do we need them to beat? Hold on, I got to check the schedule. I don't have that right in front of me. I know we need. To, we have two games that influence us. I know that for sure. I just don't okay. know the teams. But hey, well, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Let's move on. Good morning. What's your name? Uh, Mike. Mike, you're on the fan. What's up?
3: Uh, I'm confused.
2: Um, Why are you confused?
3: I had to know. Number two is the. Uh, the and I can't think of his damn name. The quarterback.
2: Number two, Mason Rudolph.
3: Mason Rudolph. He just didn't wake up one morning and start throwing uh, touchdowns. Sure. And so they had to have an idea what he was able to do. I mean, it, it can't be a secret. They see him every day. Yeah. But he hasn't played when uh, when uh, what ticket went down? Mitch went in. Okay. Now I was I took our. our we met the grandkids this past weekend at kennywood for the whatever we went for the train shape, and and we were sitting around the choir there and and uh my son and i were talking about it and a guy beside me chimed in and he said it's it's about what what uh, uh what number two said allegedly to a cleveland brown a couple years ago
2: uh, and uh. No,
3: that's, that's his opinion. And, and, Um, uh, that's
2: not a great, it doesn't
3: make, it doesn't make no sense.
2: Right. It doesn't make sense.
3: And what doesn't make sense is this guy sat on the bench with them knowing his ability. And if they didn't know his ability, then Tomlin needs it to go.
2: Yeah, Mike, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I agree. Now, uh, a friend of mine, uh, excuse me, English. A friend of mine and I were talking the other day, and he was like, well, you know, think about what Josh Dobbs did with the Vikings, right? Like, Josh Dobbs had two games, and then he flamed out, and he didn't do very well. Mason Rudolph's going to kind of be like that, don't you think? And I'm like, I mean, that that's fine. He might. This is more about, though, Kenny Pickett squeaking out wins for the Steelers but then Mason Rudolph coming in and contributing to a back-to-back 30-point performances, the two games he came off the bench. I get Josh Dobbs came out and did magical stuff, but you got a first-round quarterback that just seemed to struggle and panic all the time, and Mason Rudolph comes in and just, just drops 30 twice. Like, that's, that's significant. So I don't dismiss – I mean, I'm certain it's possible that Mason Rudolph could just be a fluke and perhaps he will retract himself back to earth eventually just by the nature of the league. But then again, just think about where it was, where they were winning and losing games that were scored in the teens versus, okay, here comes Mason Rudolph after Trubisky, who turned the ball over several times, and now all of a sudden Mason Rudolph's here contributing to the 30 point performances. That's just a that's just a factor that makes you ask the right questions. Like if Mason Rudolph didn't succeed either, it's like okay, why is the coaching not setting them up for success? But Mason Rudolph's good enough to work through whatever scheme they got going on and use the weapons necessary and look comfortable enough to put up the points to win games comfortably the two games that he's been in to be more specific 4129289370 is the phone number we got another caller on the line good morning what's your name
3: it's uh, captain jack how are you
2: good you're on the fan
3: uh nick i i just can't believe that we have a chance to go 5 and 1 in the toughest division in football and not make the playoffs
2: isn't that that is wild to think about i never put that together yeah they've done really well this season in in, in division
3: And it's, I mean, nobody can uh, debate whether the AFC North is the toughest because the Browns are in the playoffs and we have a chance. And uh, of course, the, the birds are uh, the number one seed.
2: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Captain Jack. I appreciate it. That would be, that would be tough. I mean, it is just, that's just one of those interesting stats. I mean, I don't know how much it, I mean, it wouldn't matter overall, and that's the thing. That's what kind of is rough about that. They won most of their division games this year and could not make the playoffs because, I mean, that just emphasizes my point further because they lost to the Patriots, the Cardinals, and the Colts in succession. That's why. That's why they wouldn't make the playoffs because they lost to the dumb teams. The teams aren't necessarily, I'm not calling them stupid people. I'm just saying they lost to the teams that they should have won against. So that's just absolutely frustrating. So Captain Jack, great stat. Thank you for making me just a little more angry this morning. I appreciate it. 412-928-9370. Got another caller on the line. Good morning. What's your name? Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. What's up? Uh, Nothing. I was just. Call him because I mean this whole mate like the you talking about Mason Rudolph and uh I you think though that Mason and Kenny have similar skills but with Mason sitting on the bench for a few years seeing the speed of the league seeing how defenses come out in different formations and stuff like that that benefits them than when Kenny kind of you know got thrown in week what was that week five or six or something like that or four I. I just don't. I think the league's too fast for Kenny right now, and he has to sit back and, you know, learn. So you have faith that Kenny could rebound with more time. Oh, Joe hung up before. Hey, that was an important question. Ah, oh, we lost Joe. I think that's an important question. Um, I don't accuse anybody of being Kenny sympathizers. I think when you invest a first-round pick in anybody, you want to try to maximize their talents. It's just, it's kind of disappointing that Mason Rudolph came in and has done so well, and it's made Pickett look not great. I don't think Pickett's a bad guy. I think this story that's been circulating recently has not helped his personal image, and I'm i am with Crowley. I have no idea what in the world's going on. Something happened, but we all don't have enough pieces to the puzzle to really figure out exactly what happened. But something happened. And I don't want to believe Kenny Pickett's a bad guy. And I I don't want to believe. I, I don't know. I don't know who to believe either. But in regards, it's not a great look for Kenny from a on-the-field playing standpoint that Mason Rudolph came in and did as well as quickly as he did. So, I'm with that to a point where, yeah, maybe more time and development could help him be shaped into a a quality enough quarterback to start. But also, it's like Mason Rudolph just, in those games, does look very good. He looks very comfortable. He looks very calm. He makes the proper decisions. And the results don't lie. Two 30-point performances are great. So I don't know how much time I would give Kenny Pickett. I mean, I'm sure there are several other NFL-ready quarterbacks that could come out of a draft. I think the best scenario for the Steelers, and I kind of stole this opinion, but I still want to relay it because I think it's a good one. You retain Mason if the price is right, you're gonna retain Kenny Pickett, draft a quarterback. And Trubisky's the outlier in this case. He's the one that gets to go. Cut him, trade him, whatever you can do. Get him off the books. Get him off get him off the roster. But I think that a drafted quarterback could give incentive to Pickett and Rudolph. I think Rudolph could help incentivize Pickett. And then I think Pickett could help incentivize Rudolph. Or, or Rudolph has so many incentives right now to play well. It's it's remarkable. I mean, of all of the adversity he's faced to come in and get this attention, yeah, I mean. 412-928-9370. Let me take one more caller before I go to a break here. Good morning. What's your name? My name is Dave Hop. Hello, Good Dave. Good morning to you. Good morning. Hey.
3: Hey, good morning. Uh, with Mason doing so well, and he put up 30, 30 burgers the last two games, <laughs> would what, what you say was Canada's idea not to play Mason? Because, quote-unquote, Mason, they need a, a uh, what you call it, a scrambling quarterback or a mobile quarterback to run his system. <laughs> but lo and behold, you know, you had Mason putting up 30 burgers, and he's the least of the mobile quarterbacks that we have, and he seemed like he knows he, he's playing Canada's system to a to a T by yeah.
2: putting
3: 30 points in both games.
2: <laughs> You're right. Hey, I'm, I'm, running, I'm running close to a break. I agree with everything you just said. That is that is funny to think about. Um, I don't like the term burgers anymore either because Rich Eisen taunted Steeler fans yesterday on his sh- show or the other day on his show and used that term 30 burgers. But no, your point still stands. Um I attribute everything that was Matt Canada now to Mike Tomlin because we love to blame people as Steeler fans. Um I throw everything toward Tomlin because it was Tomlin's decision to bring him on in the first place. So Tomlin deserves some responsibility for that mistake of coaching, but um and it might be too late to rectify that mistake, but at least we know Mason Rudolph is getting a, his fair shake now. And he is playing very well, and we can only look to the future, I think, uh, for the time being. But it is funny, and I laugh at that. Thank you for the call. Thank you for those comments.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.